Okay, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, April 1st, 2021. Here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse, we've covered more than 10 cases, but we're going to focus on one where we just uh, learned that our application to unseal exhibits has been made part of the record, and the government has until April 9th to respond. I, I, I pause because there'll be no April uh, Fool's Day joke in this podcast, although elsewhere there may be, but not here. Um, so the case is called uh, U.S. versus Victor Moniz Coro. It involves the violation of Venezuela sanctions, specifically by the use of private jets for Nicolas Maduro and his associates. Some would say cronies. I'm going with associates. But after a guilty plea, there was a filing made that said as follows. This was made yesterday, and I immediately opposed it. But I'm gonna, we're going to do this in real time. Notice is hereby given to the public and counsel of record that two sealed submissions dated March 8th and March 22nd were made by defendant Victor Moniz Coro. So Inner City Press immediately filed an application to unseal them because redaction is one thing, withholding is full is wrong. And to his credit, today, Judge Alvin K. Hellerstein uh, not only put, you know, put Inner City Press's record, uh, letter into the record, but gave the government until Friday, April 9th to respond. Actually, someone else is supposed to respond by that. We've got a lot of things cooking over here, but why was this was this sealed? Also, the letters were now going back. The docket numbers are out of order because they've gone back and put them in. Sealed docket placed in vault. That would be March 22nd and March 8th. So what does these documents hold? And what's happening? Again, there's a need for oversight. Uh, um, there are many cases that are sealed. For example, one of the cooperators in the E's wire card trial, Oliver Hargreaves, his case is still sealed. Uh, there's a case, Tica de Bonilla, in Honduras. That one is sealed. So we're on the case. That's all I can say. Meanwhile, at least we can be on the case, and I'm very grateful for it, to be a journalist in the federal, uh, covering the federal court system. At the United Nations, it's a total travesty. Just now, there was a press conference by um, uh, the ambassador of Vietnam, the president of the Security Council, for the month of April, and in advance wrote to the mission, said, got a question, Honduras, Cameroon. Yemen, Haiti, UN corruption, give us the WebEx codes. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And they took questions in there, including from a guy who asked for the, for the, for the eighth month in a row why the footnote talks about a Russian-Ukraine letter. You could look it up. Meanwhile, there, so Guterres is corrupt and he wants a second term. And there's an in-house pseudo-opposition that bans questions and even praises Guterres. But we'll have more on that in times to come. To come, times to, times to come. It sounds like an April Fool's joke that a corrupt non-entity like Antonio Guterres could ban all opposition and waltz seemingly toward a second term. But we'll see. The emperor has no clothes. This is the three-minute drill, Inner City Press, Matthew Russell Lee, to be continued.